Hello and welcome to Super Great Kids Stories, wise tales from around the world which will make you laugh and sometimes cry. Recommended for ages 5 to 105. I'm Kim and I love stories. Hello Super Great Kids, how are you? I'm very pleased because we're starting a new theme about birds. Flippy, floppy, flappy, feathery, fantastic birds. I love listening to the birds singing when I'm walking in the woods. Did you know that birds sing to attract a mate or special friend? It's usually the male bird which sings the loudest and the female chooses the bird who they think sings the best to be their mate. The story this week is told by Toop and it's from India and it's all about... A parrot and a greedy cat. I wonder if you can have a think about how many different types of birds you know while we have a quick word with the grown-ups. Now, if you're a Super Great Kids Story fan and if you're in the UK this October, we are pleased to announce our first ever world premiere live show on Sunday, the 9th of October, 2022, at the Irish Cultural Centre in Hammersmith in London. You'll hear super great storytellers Toop, Kate Corkery and me, Kim, performing some of your favourite podcast stories, along with our live Super Great Kids Stories band. Tickets go on sale on Friday, the 5th of August. But if you're a Patreon or Apple subscriber, you can get early access to tickets right now. More details in your Patreon or Apple subscribers feed. That's the 9th of October 2022 at the Irish Cultural Centre in Hammersmith in London. We can't wait to meet you. Hello, super great kids. I'm back. How many birds could you think of? Here's the first few which dropped into my head. Robins? Blackbirds, blue tits, woodpeckers, nightingales, peacocks, swallows, kingfishers, flamingos, eagles and, of course, owls. I wonder if you have a favourite bird. And now it's time for our story. Are you ready? Here's two. Greetings, 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 each and every one to super great kids' stories. Yeah! I have a story for you. You know sometimes when you have a good friend and you want to invite them to your house for dinner or they invite you to their house for dinner. I wonder if you prepare yourself correctly. Listen. One day there is a cat and there is a parrot. The cat lives at the base of the tree and the parrot lives on the top branch of that tree. They are like neighbours and friends. One day the cat looks up and says to the parrot, Would you like to come to my house for dinner? Oh, the parrot squawks. I would love to. 
Our laughter? Yes, yes. And so the day and the time is set. And when the day comes, the parrot flutters down to the house of the cat. And the cat, well, I must tell you, did not prepare very well for the parrot. The cat did not inquire what types of food the parrot likes to eat. And when the parrot entered the house of the cat and sat down, the cat presented some food. It was not nice for the parrot at all. And when the parrot looked at that food, the parrot's stomach almost turned. But the parrot was polite and the parrot didn't wish to say anything to upset the cat. And the cat... I hope you enjoy your meal. And the cat slunk away. And the parrot looked at the food and thought to himself, I can't eat this, I can't eat this. And the parrot opened up the window, threw the food out the window, closed the window and sat there. And the cat came in. Oh, I see you finished. And the parrot wiped her beak and said, yes, thank you very much, thank you very much. And the cat curled up and lay there, waiting. And the parrot looked at the cat and said, How about you come to my house for something to eat? Meow, said the cat. I would love to. Yes, thank you very much. And so the date was set and the time was set and the parrot left the house of the cat and she started to prepare for her guest. Now, the parrot was a very, very good cook. And as the days passed, the parrot went out and she bought all the various types of food that you can imagine. She bought some salmon, she bought some tuna, she bought some kippers, she bought some vegetables, she bought some potatoes, she bought some food, she baked, she roast, she sautéed, she fried, she grilled, she really prepared for her guest. And when the day came, the cat, the cat jumped up onto the branch and knocked upon the door. And the door was open and the parrot was there. Do come in, do come in. You're most welcome, you're most welcome. And the cat squeezed her way into the house of the parrot and curled up, mm, said the cat. I'm very hungry. Mm. And the parrot, she went into her kitchen. She had been working so hard. She was going to show her neighbor and friend how you should treat a guest when they come to your house. She laid out all the food all on a platter like a large tray and she entered into the room and when the cat smelled the food and when the cat saw the food and the eyes of the cat opened big and the cat said is all that food for me and the parrot before she can say actually I prepared it for both of us to share. We are about to eat it. The cat took the tray, opened its mouth, and the food slid down <laughs> ah, 
into the throat and into the belly of the cat. And the cat rubbed her belly and the cat's belly went, meaning it stretched larger. Wow, said the parrot. You've eaten all the food. And the cat said, mm, but I'm still hungry. And the parrot, she went into the kitchen and she looked around here and there and she got some things together. She presented it once again to the cat and the eyes of the cat opened big. And the cat said, is that food all for me? And before the parrot could once again say, it's for us to eat, the cat took the tray, opened its mouth, <laughs> all the food slid down into the belly of the cat, and the cat rubbed her belly and said, I'm still hungry. And the parrot looked at the cat, saying, You've eaten me out of house and home. You've eaten me out of my kitchen and all of my provisions. And there's nothing for me to give you to eat. And the cat looked at the parrot and said, You don't know how to treat your guests. You invite someone to dinner and you don't know how to feed them. You send them home even more hungry. And I am hungry. And the parrot looked at the cat. She was so vexed. She said to the cat, If you are that hungry, you might as well eat me. That's when the eyes of the cat opened large. Eat you, said the cat. Eat you, you invited me to eat you. And the parrot said, No, no, it's a figure of speech. It's just a way of talking. And before the parrot could even say the last words, the mouth of the cat opened. And the parrot went, <coughs> The parrot went down into the belly of the cat. And the parrot sat there, and the cat's belly went, It grew larger. The cat now with a swollen belly. It squeezed itself out from the house of the parrot, jumped down from the branch limb onto the ground and started to walk off. But as the cat was walking, an old woman, who was just making her way towards the farm, she at that moment had looked up. She had seen that the cat had opened its mouth and swallowed the parrot. And when she saw that cat now, she looked at the cat saying, You wicked cat, you wicked, wicked cat. I saw what you just did, said the old woman. I've been watching. I saw you, you opened your mouth and you ate your neighbor, the parrot. How could you, how could you do such a thing, you wicked cat? And the cat looked at the old woman and said, Meow. You don't know who I am. I am a greedy cat, and I've eaten a large meal, and I've eaten my friend the parrot. Do you think I'm scared of you? I eat you as well, you know. Oh, said the old woman. How dare you say such a thing? You rude, rude cat. And the old woman, she picked up her walking stick. She was about to tap that cat and send that cat running home. But that cat opened its eyes big, opened its mouth even larger. And the old woman, she tumbled into the mouth of the cat. And the cat's belly went, 
It stretched out even more, and in the belly of the cat there was sat the parrot, there was the food, and the old woman, she was in there as well. Now, the cat with a swollen belly started to waddle its way down the road, waddling right, left, right. His belly was moving left and right. He waddled. Oh, the journey was too much, so the cat decided to curl up and have a sleep. As the cat was having a sleep, he did not realize that that was the route that the king and the queen and the prince and the princess and the guards and the musicians and all the courtiers, they were making their way to a far distant land. Who knows what was going on there, but something was happening there. The whole procession was moving across the countryside. There was the musicians, there was the acrobats, there was... Wait, they stopped. Why have we stopped, asked the king. Why have we stopped? We are on our way to a far-off place. Why have we stopped? And the guards came back and said, Sire, there seems to be a very large, oversized cat blocking the road. Well, move it, said the king. Move it and let us be on our way. Move it now. And the guard came to the cat, coiled up on the road and poked it. Move, cat. Get up. Move. The cat, with a sleepy eye, opened one eye and looked at the guard. And the guard once again poked the cat. Move, cat. You're, you're blocking our route. Move. Move. We need to be on our way. We are going across the land to some place or the other. Move. And the cat looked at the guard and said, you don't know who I am. I am a greedy cat. I've eaten a large meal, and I've eaten my friend the parrot, and I've eaten an old woman. Do you think I'm afraid of you and your pointy-pointy and your guards and all of your musicians and your kings and your queens? No, I'm not afraid of you at all. But the guard took his pointy spear, and he started to nudge the cat, saying, Move, we are on a procession. We need to make our way. Open the route, open the route. And before you know it, the cat, he opened his eyes really large. He opened his mouth even larger. He ate the guard. He ate all the acrobats and the musicians. He ate the king and the queen. He ate everyone, and the belly of the cat went even larger. Don't ask me how the cat was able to put all of that in its belly, but it was. And now the cat's belly was so large, the cat thought, I need to have a drink. So the cat, waddling left and right, swollen belly left and right went waddling all the way down to the water's side. The cat was just about to lick up some water when there was two things moving in the water. Me, 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 me. They have like pincers. They walk right, they walk left, they walk right, they walk left. They have eyes which seem to extend and they move around and they have a very hard 
shell. I wonder if you know what creature it is. It's a crab. Two crabs were there in the water with a hard shell and their pincers. They were right there, and the cat said to them, Move, move, meow. You don't know who I am. I'm trying to drink hair. You must move. But the crabs, they looked up and said, No, we're not moving. No, we're not moving. No, we're not. Listen, you better move. You've got no time to be singing here, you know. I'm trying to drink. And the crabs, they said again. No, we're not moving. No, we're not moving. No, we're not moving. L listen, said the cat. I haven't got time for your sing-song song singing. I wish to drink hair. You don't know who I am. I'm the greedy cat that ate a large meal. I ate my friend the parrot. I ate an old woman. I ate a guard. I ate musicians. I ate a king, the queen, and all of his courtiers. Do you think I'm afraid of eating you? And before the crabs could say anything, they cat ate one. <laughs> And at two, and before you know it, the crabs, they fell down into the belly of the cat, and they saw there the parrot, and they saw there the old woman, and they saw there all the guards, and everyone was there looking so sad. And the crabs, they said, Do not worry, we will get out. We tickle the belly of the cat. 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 We... And the crabs, they start to tickle the belly of the cat. And before you know it, the cat's belly started. Ow! said the cat. Ow! said the cat. <laughs> said the cat. We're ticking the belly of the cat. We're ticking the belly of the cat. We're ticking the belly of the cat. Ow, said the cat. I don't know if any of you have a cat, but sometimes the cats, they cough and they cough and they cough up something called a fur ball. And a fur ball is a piece of fur that the cat has sometimes. It's not very nice, but the cat started to retch started to be sick and throw up. In his throat, he was... <coughs> and before you know it, oh, the cat, he threw up, he spat out the parrot. The parrot flew out from the mouth of the cat and was gone. The old woman, she rolled out from the mouth of the cat. And before you know it, the old woman, she turned, she looked back and she said, naughty cat. You're a naughty cat. And then the cat... <laughs> and the guard rolled out. And all the musicians rolled out. And before you know it, everyone rolled out from the belly of the cat. And when everyone shook themselves down after being covered in slime from being in the belly of the cat, the king said, Onward with the procession. Let us continue going wherever we are going. And the procession and the musicians, they struck their tune and they started their journey as before. And the belly of the cat went... Flat. Back as it was before. And the cat said... 
I'm never gonna be so greedy again. And the cat walked away. That's the end of the story. Ooh, thank you, Toop. I like that voice that Toop made for the parrot. I wonder if you could do a parrot voice. Polly wants a cracker. I'm not very good at it. Did you know that parrots are the only birds who can hold their food up to their beaks while they eat? A bit like humans eating with their hands. Now, it's time for me to dig deep into my bag of happies and say some thank yous. First, I'd like to say a very big thank you to all our subscribers. You're helping us to keep making this podcast. So, thanks very much and hello to new Patreon subscribers, Andrea and Ruby, Alec and Layla from Drumna Drochit on the shores of Loch Ness. Their favourite story is Water Mama. And thanks to Alice and Beatrice from Finland, who say they are dreaming about coming to a Super Great Kids live show one day. And thanks to new members Aaron, who's seven, and Henry, who's five, from Muswell Hill in London, who are about to start a long road trip to Latvia for the summer. How exciting is that? Happy adventuring. Thanks also for your donations on Kofi to Offaly, who is five, from New Jersey, and to Chippy, who is four, from Montana, and whose favourite story is the one with the monster snake. And to Mims Pops, who's been enjoying the stories while on holiday. Hurrah for holidays. If you're an Apple subscriber and would like a mention, do let us know. Oh, and thanks for your really kind reviews to ELK in the US and to Matilda and Ramona in Australia. If you'd like to give a one-off donation of any amount on Ko-fi or subscribe to our podcast on Patreon and get bonus stories, early access and ad-free, then go to our website on supergreatkidsstories.com or to subscribe on Apple, go to Apple Podcasts. Now, you've all been drawing and sending just splendid pictures of our stories to share on our Facebook page. So, here's some thank yous to super great kids who have sent in pictures recently. Thanks to Indigo, who is five from Auckland in New Zealand, who sent us a lovely picture of the Golden Bowl, a story from China. I love all your little details, like the big smile on the king's face as he looks at his gift. And the prince, who you've drawn really small, so we can tell that he's quite young. I wonder if you could tell this story to your sibling, Quill. I really like the way you wrote your name, too. Thank you. Ooh, and Mason has sent us a super snaky picture. He says that the rainbow snake story is super-duper good. I love the way you've given your snake so many different colours and cut it out so that it seems rather real. Thanks for this slithery snake, Mason. And Luca, who is seven, from Copenhagen in Denmark, was inspired by the West African story Anansi and the Party. Luca, your picture is super great. I particularly like your drawing of Anansi hiding behind the bush. 
You've captured his mischievous character really well. You're good at showing how people are feeling, like the grumpy mum. And Bodie, who is four, has sent us a fun picture of the three little pigs. Bodie, I really like your pigs with their curly tails and big round snouts and triangular ears. Very good. It's clever the way you've drawn them in three different sizes, from big to small. Good writing, too. And Lenny, who is six, has drawn two pictures of one of her favourite super great stories, Baba Yaga the Witch, and one of Nora and the Aki Fruit. She's turned that into her own story and called it Jackie and the Orange Fruit. Very imaginative, Lenny. I like the way Baba Yaga's bag is hanging from her broomstick and the way you've put skulls all around her hut, including one on the roof. And the colours you've used are fun, particularly her blue hair and her green face. Thank you for sharing them. And what a brilliant picture of the Brazilian story The Beast Who Wants a Feast, drawn by Andrew, who's five, from Hanover in Massachusetts. Andrew, this is so fun. Your beast is magnificently scary. I really like his horns and his yellow eyes and his claws and the way he's got his hands up in the air as if he's about to pounce. And great writing too. Well done. Olive from Auckland in New Zealand has drawn a super great picture of Baba Yaga, the Russian witch. Olive says she likes Baba Yaga because she's scary and likes to catch children. I like the way you've drawn her feet, which almost look like claws, and the way you've drawn her witchy hat with the floppy brim, which is very clever. Thanks, Olive. Keep up the drawing. And Charlie, who's five, and Sammy, who's six, in New Hampshire, have each sent a colourful and bright drawing. Charlie, what a clever picture of the Brazilian story Snake Sister. I love the way she's standing by the sea in her dress with all the colours of the sun upon it. And I like the hissing, lashing waves of the sea. And Sammy, I love your picture of Crocky Wocky with his chocolate bar and his pointy teeth. It's great the way you've got him singing. This little crocky wants his chocky. Very good writing too. Thanks for sharing that. And Sloane, who is seven from Portland in Oregon, has drawn a super great picture of the indigenous Australian story Tiddalik the Thirsty Frog. What a phantasmagorical frog you've drawn there, Sloane. I love the way you've drawn him with his huge tummy sagging with all that water and how you've placed the animals around him, all trying to make him laugh and spill the water. A super great drawing for a super great story. And Isaac, who's seven, and Eva, who's five, from Texas, have drawn such fun pictures. Eva, your picture of the rainbow steak is great. A beautiful array of rainbow colours. Thank you. And Isaac, what a witty picture of why crocodiles sleep with their mouths open. I love your cheeky-looking little crocky-wocky. He looks like he's been eating a lot of chocolate. Good writing, too. Well, that's it for this week. If you'd like to see these pictures, they're all on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash supergreatkidsstories. Thanks to all our subscribers for making this episode possible. 
Keep making up your versions of these stories and telling them to anyone who'll listen. Another flippy, flappy, feathery, wondrous, fantastical bird story next week. I'll see you soon. This podcast was produced at Wardour Studios in London. Hello, super great story fans. We have some news for you. We're launching the Owlets Club, a new club for supporters of super great kids stories. If you sign up to Patreon or Apple, you'll automatically become a member of the Owlets Club and get word puzzles, fun facts, book suggestions, early access to events and the chance to win a monthly prize, all included in the cost of your subscription. To join, visit our website at supergreatkidsstories.com or go to www.patreon.com forward slash supergreatkidsstories or subscribe through Apple Podcasts. We hope to see you there.